You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here to annoy you and inspire you, whichever you prefer. Well, at least inform you. Inform you. Well, okay. All right. If you say so. If you're inspired, great. But that's not what we're trying to do. (laughs) It's a 4th of July weekend. It's a Sunday night. We're all looking for a reason to get out of the house. So Kevin and I came down to the office to talk to you guys. (laughs) Is that how that worked? It worked that way for me. All my kids were gone. All of them. I have the house to myself, and here I am. And here you are. Yeah. Well, you can go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tonight, we're going to start a discussion on tall tire, short tire. We'll do part of it tonight. We're going to do some more of it next Sunday night. And to get us started in this theme, um, previously, I've indicated that wear on both shoulders of a wide base tire can be caused from excessive speed. To explain that, I need to start with a simple pair of dual tires. If you match a tall tire next to a short tire in a dual wheel position, you will wear out the short tire first. It's counterintuitive, but it's true. Although the tall tire is carrying more weight than the short tire and is working harder than it normally should, the short tire cannot travel the same distance in one revolution as the tall tire. For example, if the tall tire is 10 feet around, it will travel 10 feet in one revolution. If the short tire is 9 feet 10 inches around, it will have to drag 2 inches in each revolution to keep up with the tall tire. Now, Since the tires will rotate, a low pro 22.5 will rotate about 525 times a mile, the short tire is going to drag about 88 feet per mile. Rubber tire does not drag smooth on asphalt or concrete, so it will chatter as it drags and create a cupping pattern around the tire. This classic pattern can be caused by several issues. First, two tires with different circumferences. That'll cause it. Second, tires with different inflations. A 295-75-22.5 tire at 80 PSI inflation will have a loaded rolling circumference about an inch and a half less than the same tire inflated with 100 PSI. This would cause a drag of about 66 feet per mile on the underinflated tire. Third, by mismatching brands of casings next to each other, you can cause a, a short drag. All brands of tires do not have the same loaded rolling circumference. And today, with the conversion we're experiencing to low-rolling resistance tires, we can see that matching of tires' brands may not be enough. You may have to match models as well. So, for example, a Bridgestone 720 casing does not have the same loaded rolling circumference as a Bridgestone 710 casing. Even at the same pressure. Even at the same pressure, because the casing structure is different to change the rolling resistance. These issues can be created in your shop or by local tire service companies. It frequently occurs on the road that a replacement tire is purchased due to a tire failure. (coughs) If care is not taken to match the replacement to the existing tire, 
the repair cost can escalate by the premature failure of one or both of the tires in that pair. In the next one, we're going to discuss how short tire, tall tires can exist in a single tire like that wide base tire. Okay, that's enough of me talking tonight. I'm going to shut up for the whole rest of the night. Kevin's going to handle the show. You people call in and talk. If you have a question, huh? It could happen. Is that a problem? You can do it. All right. If you have a question or a comment, push one on your phone dial. That'll put you up in the queue so you know we know you have a question. Don't push it twice. You push it twice, one will put you up. The second time you push it, it erases you. Uh, we need lots of questions tonight because we have nothing intelligent to say, so we're looking for things for you to help us out. Is that right with you? <laughs> we should stay away from the jokes, I think. Stay away from the jokes. Oh, that's what makes this interesting. Everything else is bull. All right. We do have a couple of questions on the board. Yep. We have one from what phone area code? 509 area code. 509? 509. Well, the the is going to be too warm now. So I'm not looking for... the West Coast. Yeah, the West Coast is pretty warm, too. Uh, Monterey's not bad. Monterey, (laughs) California, that's pretty good. Portland. Portland would be okay. It's it's hot right now. Vancouver. Very hot. British Columbia. Oh, they're hot. Where the women's... World Cup has been won by the USA. The U.S. won the Cup in Vancouver. Five to two in stellar, stellar fashion. Yes. I'm impressed. Okay. All right. Uh, 509. 509. Uh, I'm going to pick someplace cool. I'm going to pick British Columbia. Okay. I'm going to go with Ohio. Ohio. Okay. All right. Can you hear me now? British. I can hear you now. British what, what Columbia part of- is... Uh, Columbia is getting close. You need to drop down into like Spokane, Washington. It's Spoken, Washington. All right. Very close. Very close. All right. That's yes. cool. What, what can we do for you, buddy? Throw. What I have is I have an unusual wear that started on a set of tires, which uh, I just uh, re-put on. I went from uh, low 24, 22.5s back to my original tires of 24.5. They're Michelin XZA3 Pluses. They're talking about steer tires. Now, they've always had a little bit of unusual wear, I thought, since they have five ribs on them. I'll count the ribs. I'm parked. One, two, three, four, five. And they've always wore on the outside ribs, just sort of tapered into the others. Nothing nothing unusual, but just a little bit of wear you see on those two outside ribs. And uh, I have about 14, 16 rubber left on these. I don't know what they started with, but I've got a year and a half on wear on them, almost two years of wear, and really nice even wear, not worried about that little bit of wear on that outside rib right there. I normally run right at 105, 110 pounds by steers, but I recently remounted these tires to put them back on. I have one tire which seems to be a little bit of difficult to balance, and it carries like 10 ounces of weight on it. Plus, then I've uh, put in the uh, counteract balance piece. Now, the unusual wear that I'm picking up on this is on the outside rib on one tire, just where the between the first and second rib groove right there, it started to pick up something really close to that groove side rib, but it's, it's 
about an inch and a half inside the tire, and it's just seemed to pick up a little bit of river wear that I can see and feel. And I don't know how it's managing to wear in the middle of that rib right there, close to, well, do you know where it's wearing on there? Okay, so if we talked about the ribs one, two, three, four, and 5, you're saying this is occurring on the number 2 rib? Between number 1 and 2. Uh, it's between number one and two. It's on number one, and it is probably a half inch, well, a quarter half inch from the actual groove in the tire. Okay, all right. Now, I, I want to clarify one thing. You said you balanced the tires with 10 ounces of weight, and then you put the beads in, or did you put the beads in and then balance the tire? No, it was balanced, and then the beads were put in. Okay, fine. I got no problem with that then. Because if you put the beads in first, you can't balance the tire. Right. Yeah. You have you have to. Okay, that's very good. All right. And and you say you're running about 105 to 110 psi. Yes. Okay. And what kind of an operation are you in here? Uh, it's flatbed, and this is on an O2 Kenworth W9L. How okay. many miles do the tires actually have on them? I'm probably well, going to guess. I'm, I'm going to guess at least 120. Okay. All right. You know, and I'm this, unsure when I – go ahead. This irregular wear that you're talking about now, does it extend all the way around the tire or just in, in a section? You know, feeling it, it seems like it is well, down on that piece. It's wearing uh, pretty quickly on one section more than the other. And it seems to be like 180 degrees out on there, just feeling around the tire. So, so it's going about halfway it, around the tire. Uh, it's going most of all the way around the tire, but it's uh, accentuated in different areas. Okay. I, want, I want you to do one more thing for me. Now, is this on the right front or the left front? Uh, the It's on the left front. But these tires, I just rotated the tires and had them rebound. So it started on the right front tire. Yes. And, and it started on, <clears throat> it was the outside rib of the tire as opposed to the inside rib. No, uh, the tire wasn't free. Uh, it was just, they had a problem balancing it. So they tried to spin it on the ramp. They didn't uh, alter the, but this tire was originally on the right side. Now I have it on the left side, on the driver. And I just noticed this where, go ahead. But you kept the direction of rotation of the tire the same. Is that what you're saying? No, uh, I didn't worry. The rotation of the tire is now reversed, I believe. Okay, all right, that's fine with me. All right, now, <clears throat> on the tire, in the middle of the middle three ribs, is a little sipe cut. It's about a half inch long, right in the middle of the rib. Do you see what I'm looking at? Yeah, it's the exact middle of the tire. Correct. I want you to take the tip of your index finger and run it back and forth in and out across that little sipe and tell me if it's smooth one way and rough the other way. That little sipe right there, it could be a little bit if I'm going inward rather than out. Sharp. Yes. And a little smooth out. Correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I want you to walk around to the other front tire, and I want you to do the same thing on that sipe. Well, it's a little now, tiny sight you've got right there. Yes, and it is now, the best um, feather wear on any tire. 
Now, on this one, I would have to say it right there on the site, I don't notice any real in or out. If I had to say, it would be going in, but it's not as easy to feel as the other one. Okay, all right. What this and is this telling me is that the left front tire is being drugged sideways. Or was it the right front? Because he said it just. How long ago? How many miles has it been on it since you rotated those tires? Mm, I'm going to say uh, 7,500. 7,500. If 70, the siping had. Go ahead. If that siping was when it was on the right front tire, in 7,500 miles on the left front, it would have been wiped out. It would have disappeared. So what you're feeling on the left front tire is really happening on the left front tire. Okay? And the fact that you have what I call smooth out or toe out feathering on the left front tire tells me that tire is dragging toward the right. Okay? Now, that means the toe is wrong in the front end of the truck. It is slightly towed out. Not a lot, but a little bit. It also tells me that the truck has a very slight right pull. And because it's got a right... I was on, uh, I'm on Highway 29 outside of Sioux Falls, Iowa, well, South Dakota headed south, and I could take my hand off the steering wheel for probably 10, 15 seconds, and it will drift over probably five, six feet. That's not bad. So you don't have much of a right pull. Now, does the truck tend to want to catch seams in the road and hunt a little bit? Yes. Ah, that's toe out. Second question, does it tend to have a little shimmy in the steering wheel between 45 and 55 miles an hour? I don't believe so. I'm feeling that. Okay. <clears throat> the tire says it's towed out, and the following cracks and hunting says And I think that's where your uh, tire wear is coming from. I think it needs a slight adjustment on front toe, and it'll probably solve your problem. Now, is okay. this something, you, something you'd want to have somebody else do? Well, yeah, probably. You know, uh, do it yourself? I could or, attempt it. Okay, you'd need a pipe wrench. You'd need a 15-16 wrench and another 15-16 wrench. You need two of those. Or a gun. Got it. Or a gun, yeah. Now, the two clamps that are on your tie rod are 15 sixteenths bolt and nut. You just need to loosen both of those. On either side of the tie rod. Yep. Both ends of the tie rod need to be loose. Then you put a pipe wrench on it, and you want to push the tie rod so that the pipe wrench goes up and toward the front of the truck. Can you visualize that direction? No, I'm looking at the tie rod right now, so... Mm-hmm. I was just lucky to stop at the same time. So, okay. Now, the, 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 tie rod, the tie rod connects both of them together. I can't get uh, anywhere to see this, but that yep. just goes from side to side. Correct. And do I, want to, do I want to lengthen or short? You want to lengthen it. Right. Okay, which means if it's installed correctly, and if you turn the truck all the way to the right, you could loosen the left clamp. And then if you turn the truck all the way to the right, you could loosen the right clamp. And then with it left (coughs) turned to the right, you could pull up on that tie rod. And all you want to do is just a good squeak. 
that pipe will, or the the threads will complain and go, <coughs> and that's all you want to move it. Okay. Okay, so that's not a. Uh, if if my understanding on the uh, thigh rod, it has nuts on the end of it, and then it lengthens or short. Correct. One yeah. side is right-handed threaded. The other side is left-handed threaded. Uh-huh. So as okay. you turn it up, make it longer. And if you turn it down and toward the back, it'll make it shorter. Right. Okay? And okay. you just want the smallest amount of movement. Yeah. Now, if you turned it a whole quarter of a turn, you'd change toe in the front end of your truck a quarter inch. We don't want to do that. No. If you turned it an eighth of a turn. You turned it in Go an eighth ahead. of a turn, you changed the toe an eighth of an inch, and you don't want to do that either. Really? All you want to do is change it just basically a 30 second. You want to turn it maybe a sixteenth of a maybe. turn. That's all. Just a little bit. Okay? Now, you're saying a sixteenth of a turn. Right. Are you talking degrees on that whole uh, tie rod end right there? It's not a clock. If that tie rod turned 15 minutes, that would be one quarter of a turn, wouldn't it? Okay, yes. If you turned it half of that, that would be an eighth of a turn, and you would change yeah. toe an eighth of an inch. All right. You want you want half of that. All we're looking for is basically from midnight to almost 1 o'clock. Yeah, just a little squeak, okay? Gotcha. Okay. And, you, and don't count the amount that the tie rod ball sockets turn, because that doesn't well, that change doesn't anything. You've got to actually turn the thread, okay? Exactly. And, and I up. want. Go ahead. And I want this tie rod, which is on the back of the tire, to get longer, which will create a little bit more of a toe in. Correct. Correct. Just the smallest amount. Now, if you could, yeah, if you turn the tire and you can look at the threads where it's threaded in, and if you can tell which way the threads are turning, the left-handed thread should be on the left side, and the right-handed or normal thread should be on the right side. And if you already said, I think you said you had 14, 30 seconds remaining with 120,000 miles. Yeah, it's not very far off. It's very, very close. Yeah. If you just made the smallest adjustment, but, you'd but be happy. This, has happened, this has happened just within the last 7,500 miles. Well, well probably actually, it, miles. it started before that. But you couldn't you see so. it. You couldn't see it. Yeah, it, it, it takes time to propagate. Especially and on that Michelin XCA3, it... It hides where really, really well. Yeah, and then it finally yeah. gets to the point where it can't hide it anymore, and then it really gets visible. The second half but of the I, tire's life is always worse than the first half. I think this happened just after they remounted, you know, and tried to get it to balance better because the shop I was at, they didn't like the fact of it having 10 ounces of weight on it, and then mm-hmm. they tried to tried to get it to balance better, but they just couldn't, so... We ended up with the best they could, you know, on the dynamic balance with it inside and outside of the rim and then the counteract balance. So it's fine. I, I think they did everything they could do. I'm not blaming any of this on what they no. did. I wouldn't I'm blaming it on the I'm blaming it on the toe being wrong and nothing they did would have changed the toe. It's possible the toe did change sometime in the last ten thousand miles though. Right. We don't know. Because as the tie rod oh. ball sockets wear the tire gradually moves more toward toe out as the ball sockets wear. Right. And you consider we're going to change this. We're saying we're going to change it between the 32nd and the 16th of an inch of toe. But the amount, the actual distance, the amount that you're changing that tire on is about 30 thousandths. Yeah. It's such a small number of thousandths. Per inch. 
Well, I appreciate both of this, you know. Uh, I uh, listened to your lecture at uh, CMC about three years ago, Mike. So. Oh, okay. I I appreciate that, and I should have gotten out my CDs on this and reviewed it myself, but uh, it was easier to call and get an explanation. So. Well, we have somebody out. call. Otherwise, otherwise, it's just Kevin and I talking to each other. And if he starts telling jokes, I, don't, I just can't be responsible for my actions. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I appreciate all of you done on that, so. Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a great day and drive safe. Thank you, Ken. Bye now. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay. That took care of that one. Did you put in there that he is uh, Spokane? I just did. Spoken to Washington. Spoken to Washington. Yes. Okay. That had nothing to do with tall tire, short tire. No, not a thing. Actually, it did. Because as the half of the rib starts wearing, because the tire is vacillating and wiggling just a little bit, and the part of the rib gets shorter, that part of the rib is a short tire compared to the tall tire next to it, and it will erode and get worse and worse faster, just like a short tire, tall tire in a duel. Yeah, did we talk about, what were we talking about? Forgive me if I wasn't listening too closely. I appreciate that. What were we talking about? This tall tire, short tire being in effect between ribs during... No, that was in the next session. Okay, so we're going to talk about that next week. Right, so we've actually, we've gone advanced. We've jumped ahead. We've got to quit doing that. But that's, the, that is, this tall tire, short tire situation is why you see a tire where... And then it gets worse. It, it, it quickly becomes worse. Yes, tall tire, short tire. It's, it's, yeah, you had the problem before, but it, when you saw it, that's why you thought that it started then. No, that's just when you saw the tire. Does this mean we can skip next week? Why? <laughs> we'll think about it. What's going on next? All right. We've got another caller here. Uh, 386. 386. No, no clue? No. I was real close to British Columbia last time. You were. But I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to go to New York. Uh, North Carolina. Okay. Let's see what we got. Can you You're hear me now? Wrong. I can hear you now. You're both wrong. It's Florida. Florida. <laughs> Wait a minute. Florida. No, 321 is Florida. 321 is the only No, that's that's Brevard County. That's where they launched oh, okay. the rockets. <laughs> that's where I hail from, actually. Is that right? I, oh, okay, you should yeah, get a new I, phone I moved. I, moved. I, I sent you some pictures about two weeks ago of a tall tire, short tire problem. At least that's how you identified it. Um, uh-huh. Now, my, my question. Okay. Um, I, I had to buy a tire on the road. And I had, yeah. you know, back back in the old days, uh, you know, back in the old days, you know, I, I had a tire thing, and the, the tire that was on the inside had 25, 30 seconds, and the Michelin I bought and put next to it had 24, 30 seconds. So I thought, okay, one thirty-second of an inch. Now, mm-hmm. the Michelin, which I sent you pictures of, it, it's chewing itself to smithereens. Yep. And the, the Goodyear, it's a retread, yep. low-range A, yep. next to a low-range yep. G. It, it has almost wore itself out because I believe it's carrying all of the load. Uh-huh. And uh, after you identified that, and you know, the, you said you can't run two different brands next to each other anymore. Right. Is, am I correct in understanding that? Not only not the two different brands, but within a brand, you can't run two different models next to each other, like that XZA3 and an XZE. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, it's it's not. 
it's the low rolling resistance models within a brand compared to the standard rolling resistance models within a brand. That's why I specifically identified the Bridgestone 720 and the Bridgestone 710. Even if they're a recap? Even if they're recap, because the casings are different. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I had recapped a pair of Goodyear uh, steer tires, and uh, sidewall blew out of one of them. You know, and uh, being a brand new drive tire uh, pattern, I didn't want to put a used, almost wore out steer tire next to it because of the height difference. So I went and bought a brand new drive tire, and right. it's getting right. ruined. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm wondering now. You know, I, I believe what uh, low pro tires have what a, a rolling revolutions per mile of what five twenty five. Not that, yes. Okay, so you're telling me, uh, like, uh, um, a steer tire. I got, I got a, um, I got a really good steer tire for a spare I could put next to this Michelin and get that Goodyear off of it, but it, it wouldn't probably wouldn't help the Michelin to to no, put because know, at least two of the brand names together. No, because the the Michelin that's cupped is already cupped and it's it's gone to the races now. The the yeah. silly thing, and it and it does sound silly. If you had those two Goodyears and one of them blew, the smarter thing to do would have been to go to the truck stop and got two matched casings and put uh-huh. them next to each other and, and carried the Goodyear off as a spare. Okay. Yeah, see, so back back before these low-rolling resistance tires, I didn't worry about stuff like that because I never encountered this, which is uh, which is why I took all those pictures and sent them to you because, you know, I, I'm, yep. I, I got like a tire fetish. I don't like my mm-hmm. tires to mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, if I moved it to the back, to the very back axle and the drive, you know, the where the, the, the power wheel is, would, would, would that possibly help clean it up if I got another tire, you know, the same the same tire next to it? Would, would it, yes. you know, over, it, it over could, life? The rear drive axle wears 25% faster than the front drive axle, and it has nothing to do with power. It has to do with turning angles and stuff. But because oh. it wears faster, it might erase some of it and help you some. But if if the tire has significant heel and toe cupping in it, real exaggerated heel and toe cupping, almost nothing is going to straighten that out. Okay? Okay. You so can, I just might as well can, run it off like it is. Exactly. Run it off like it is and then put a matched pair of tires next to each other so you don't have the problem. Now, this is one of the big arguments for going to super singles because then you don't have any of this problem. Right. Well, you know, everything I do usually is match, you know, match set. And I only you right. know, recap certain sets of tires. And, you know, I just, you know, like I said, when I blew one, I told the guy, I said, you know, this tire's got 25, 30 seconds. I said, you need to find one that's comparable. And he yes. had that Michelin X-Line Energy D at 24, 30 seconds. He put it on the truck, let it off the jack. When I come out and looked at it, it looked pretty darn close, but then again, I had 44,000 pounds of battery sitting on it at 2 o'clock in the morning in the parking lot. I guess it would look close. You wouldn't have you know, been able to pier- see it with your eye. You wouldn't be able to see it with your eye because it's not the top of the tire that's wrong. It's the it's, amount yeah. of compression at the bottom. Okay. And because you know, like the, your opening said, the tire kind of bunches up and bounces, which is why the shoulders are getting all cupped uh, out on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Because the bottom of the tire. tire, if you look at a Michelin tire and look at the compression that occurs, it bulges right. more than the Goodyear tire does. Yeah. So, so the that difference is at the, the bottom. Goodyear being a load range H. Now, I am running crossfires on there, so I have 105 in both of them. Would I be, you know, yep. would it help the Michelin now if 
I took the crossfires off and let some of the air out of the load range H and increase the air in the Michelin to, you know, try to offset the compression. It's you to try that because you don't know how much to let out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just you you can try it and you might work. And if it does, let me know what worked. I have no clue right. between a Michelin and a Goodyear, or between a between a Bridgestone and a Goodyear, or between a Bridgestone and a Michelin because they're all different. Right. And the, yeah, yeah, so you, okay. might, you might have been, but now the, yeah, for our purposes, that that's only left us with an infinite number of other possibilities. Yeah, there's too many variables in there. All right, yeah, so these guys are going out by set to eight recaps of all different brands. They, they could end up with the same problem I'm having. And they are. We get them in every day. People come in, look at all my caps and look at how they're wearing. And you walk out and look, and he's got a Bridgestone next to a Michelin on the left front. He's got a Goodyear next to a Bridgestone on the right front. He's got a Michelin next to a Bridgestone on another one. And he's got a Yokohama next to a Chinese tire in the other one. Well, none of them are going to wear right. It was all the same design right. because the same person recapped And the radius is all the same because yeah. they were ground to the They're same all... radius where they recapped them. But the loaded rolling circumference is not the same. Especially okay. not at Okay, well, that's good to know now. I, you know, I'm ha- learned, having to adapt science to my life. <laughs> and, uh, well, and I, I like the show. Of, Thank you for what you do. You're more than welcome, and we'll just keep trying to put it out there. All right. All right, yeah. One other thing, you know, because I've already listened to some of your – I had the wheel bearings on that wheel checked, thinking, well, maybe it's a wheel bearing problem just showing itself in one tire. And guess what? I caught a set of bad wheel bearings that I did oh, not man. know I had. <laughs> Here, did, how did you how did you know they were bad? Uh, I had them jack the truck up and uh, put a bar on a tire, and it literally rocked back and forth. Well, why the steel <laughs> hadn't you know why the steel hadn't left town? I have no idea. So I had them pull it down, and when they pulled the bearings out, there was chips missing yep. out of the you know where the, the the roller bearings polished. There was chips in that, and chips in the races. Now the odds are, if when you jacked it up before you shook it. If you'd have just spun the tire up real fast and then put your fingers on the air brake chamber, you would have felt the vibrations of those chip bearings in your fingers. Yeah. And, ah, uh, I was getting ready to go home and prematurely possibly change my rear axle bearings when I get to the house just because. So you jack it up, spin the tire, put your hand on the brake chamber. You can't do that with the rears because you're tied into all the gears. You're going to feel the run. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that won't the other half of that particular thing between the fronts and the rears. You saw the size of the bearings that were in the front, right? A little bit. Yes. Okay. The steer axle hub carries about 6,000 pounds on it with those little Mm -hmm. bitty bearings. Have you seen the size of the drive axle bearings? Yeah, the drive axle bearings are the ones I changed. Yeah, but the drive axles only have about 8,500 pounds on them. Right. The drive axle you changed the drive axle bearing? No, I thought you changed the steer axle bearing. No, no, no. I changed the drive axle bearing, uh, you know, when I when that tire started chopping up. You know, I, I had that checked, I too. See. Okay. Got it, got it. Okay, I'm thinking of the last caller. All right, we're back on the drive axle. Yes, drive axle bearings, you put a bar underneath the tire, put a socket down, wiggle that thing. If it clunks, it's loose. You take it apart and look at the bearing. On the steer axle Spin the steer axle tire up and then put your fingers on the air brake chamber and tell if the bearings are bad. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I know they're not, so I just had kingpins and bearings on my front end. So <laughs> we know those are. You're, 
Good buddy. Now, and that's the other the other thing you noticed there about the seal not going out. That shows how good the seal is. Yeah, they are they are much better now than they were ten fifteen years ago. They, and and those stiffer. What's that? You'll give us that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, and those stiffer seals mean if you want to know whether or not you got a bad bearing, you can't just wait for other things to fail. The seal yeah, won't tell right. you when the bearing's loose. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. And I guess, like I said, I just I learned a lesson. I'll just have to sacrifice the Michelin. Just wear it out like it is. And then recap it. Anyway. Uh, No, I'm just not going to be replacing it with even lower rolling resistance tires as they wear out. All righty, buddy. It'll it'll be a good day. Somebody else's problem. You too. All right. Bye. Bye bye. All right. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. It was. Unfortunately, he wasn't from New York. No. Or North Carolina, and he didn't really have a tall tire shortcut. Sort of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. He did originally. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's. How long have we been on the air? Half hour. Half hour? You mean we're not done yet? Yeah, I think that's two calls. Took a half I'm hour. tired. <laughs> Can I get a nap? <laughs> oh. Not for another half hour. All right. All right. What's the next phone area code? Uh, 806. 806. That's Carolina. Carolina. No, don't type it in yet. we got to find out if I'm right. <laughs> Hello there? Yes, hello. No, it's not North Carolina. It's Texas Panhandle. What, Texas? We should have yes, known sir. that. I should have, yes, sir. What's up? Well, I got a trailer tire, a new trailer tire. The second and third ribs are wearing faster than the other three. And it's okay. up to about 100, 110 pounds. Generally have 33,000, 34,000 on the axles back there, on the tandems. And, and just uh, one tire that's doing it? What was that? It's just one tire that's doing this? Yes, sir, just one tire. Okay, did you buy that tire at a different time than the one that's next to it, or did they go on as a pair? Uh, no, they went on as a pair. Come off the rack right side by side. Is it the inside tire, and is it the inside edge that's wearing? No, it's the outside tire. And it's, not, it's the number two and the number, let's see, uh, two, uh, and number four ribs, I guess that's what it'd be, the number two and the number four ribs. The center rib is fine, and that two outside ribs are fine. Yeah, we call that a five-rib snaggle tooth. Okay. <laughs> It's it sure might be because it's a Snaggletooth brand. Snaggletooth <laughs> brand. Okay. Are the two tires the same brand of tires? Yes, sir. They are. What brand are they? And Not sure? I lose you. Yeah. What's awesome. Atsu. What was the Atsu. That's a Korean tire. Atsu tire. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they're both Atsu tires. They both went on at the same time. The inside tire is wearing fine. The outside tire's got a five rib snaggle tooth. And you're keeping the inflation at about 105 pounds, right? 110. Yes, Has the outside tire ever been low for a certain period of time? No, and to my knowledge, they've always been 110. I keep, I got tire monitoring system on them, and I, they, they've been the same. And I gauged them to make sure they were. 
Nebraska well, I think they've always been the same pressure, everything the same from the day they was put on. Is that second rib that's wearing, those two ribs that are wearing, is it wearing all the way around the tire or just in part of the tire? Yes, sir, all the way around. Just all the way around. They've just wore the little sides off of them where they're, you know, solid rubber. The rest of them still got their little sides and stuff. It's not an accessible mount, but eventually it's going to be. Now, are these recap tires or brand new tires? No, they're brand new virgin rubber. Done. Everything you're describing to me tells me that it's a tall tire, short tire, just what this subject was supposed to be today. But uh-huh. everything, my question says I'm wrong. <laughs> so I'm really glad you called me, but we got nothing more to talk to you about. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> well, I didn't have nothing, no idea about it either, so I guess we're even then. <laughs> but it's... I will uh, it, see if I can't check the height of them be sure. But like I said, they come off the rack side to side. I don't know how the serial numbers pair up but, or the lot numbers, but anyway. If one, if one of them was a, was a 14-ply and the other one was a 16-ply tire, yeah. that might justify it. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if, if they were made out of completely different batches of tires, I'm reaching now. I'm trying to find some yeah. weird excuse for this to be occurring. Except it's just, uh-huh. I think it's... How about, I got an idea. What? You've got a defective tire. That's, yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, yeah. Well, that's sure my That's, that's how the many, only thing I've come up with, but... If all the other stuff is right, I've got to say there's something wrong with that tire because yeah. it's not carrying the load right. How many miles are on these? Do you have any idea? Oh, probably maybe 15,000. Not, not very many. I'd go back to the tire dealer. Tell him something's okay. wrong here. We've we've kept the inflation right. We've got match tires. Everything has been right. And look what it's doing. I want you to help me out on this. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to come right. down to that. It's not very yeah, often okay. we get to this position, but I'm blaming it now. Well, no, I'm, I'm yeah. Because I couldn't come up with anything, and I've listened to y'all for years and got your books and everything, and that's all I came up with. But, you know, I thought well, I'd run it by you and see what you thought. So, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right, I'll run by it. All right, buddy. I'll run you by tomorrow and do it. Okay. Uh, right. appreciate it. So. By the, yeah, before you hang up, what tire pressure yes, monitoring Uh. TST, T- uh, is that- TST. Okay, and yes, it gives you the tire pressure and the temperature, right? Uh, yes, sir. But they're external sensors, so I don't really get the internal tire temperature. I get mostly ambient temperature. It, the okay. temperature part's not a real good for me, same like. Okay. But the the pressure is. Just because it's ambient temperature, it still should give us some indication. Do you ever see that the inside tires on the trailer or on the tractor are running at a different temperature than the outside tires are? Uh, when I'm in the sun, on the side that's in the sun, I do sometimes. The the argument has been here for years that the inside tires, because they don't get as much airflow past them and they've got the brakes surrounding them, those tires tend to run hotter than the outside tires. And I've never found anybody can verify. I I can't 
the only thing I've noticed is the sun. And I use a, yeah. a little infrared thermometer, too, every occasionally I walk around and hit them, and I have never been able to tell. You know, okay. if, they're, if they're a few degrees warmer than the other side, but but as far as the tires together, I, I never have noticed any difference between the inside and outside. Awesome, you buddy. Know, that's information. With pressure being the same now, if the pressure gets off, that's a whole different ball game. I agree. A whole different story. Yes, sir. All right. But thank you much. But uh, you bet. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your time. All righty, buddy. Bye. Okay. Good luck. Well, that was a good one. That was an interesting. I'm, one. I have no clue. I, I'm going to blame it on blame the, the tire. tire. I, I don't see any reason not to at that point. The tire pressure monitoring system and really saves it, you a lot of trouble. Yeah. In that case, because you can say no. Honestly, it was. And here it is. I've been watching it all the time. Yep. And in 15,000 miles, there's no reason for that. No excuses. Okay. All right. I'd be interested if he did have a load-range G tire and a load-range H H tire with the same inflation. Now, there I could see something going on. (laughs) What do we got? Okay. Here we have the 330 area code. Ohio. Ohio. Okay. I believe it's Ohio. Um, Well, I'll say Pennsylvania just to hedge my bets. Okay. All right. Hello there. Hello. Hello. How are are you? Good. Are you All in right, Ohio? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, my phone's registered in Ohio, but I'm sitting down in El Paso, Texas, right now. We can't talk to you. We can only talk to Ohio people. And we've already talked to somebody from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, my phone number's from Ohio, and I am from Ohio. I'm under dispatch right. right now. We'll leave it alone. That. All right. What's your question, buddy? All right. So. Somebody told me that you would know what's going on. I've got an inside drive tire on the front set, passenger side. They said to tell you that it's got river wear and toe and heel damage. Now, it's only in a little bit of the tire. It doesn't go all the way around that inside that inside seam there. It's only on like a third of the tire that it's wavy. It's like a, a mountain valley. So... Okay. Uh, The number one, there's two things that I'd look at here. Number one, the bearings could easily be loose, and it may only be loose in part of the rotation of the tire. Now, we normally think that if the wheel bearing's loose, it won't matter where you rotate the tire, it'll still be loose. But we have found certain situations where the tire will be tight, the bearing will be tight, we'll rotate it a quarter turn, and now the bearing's loose. So maybe an issue with the race. Yeah, a race not straight in the hub or a hub that's not quite round. It's, right. it's a little bit out of round. That would be my number one suggestion. The number two suggestion is you've got a bent rim because the inside part of the inside rim is the unsupported part of the rim. And if you have a slightly bent rim, it will cup in one area where the rim is bent. Mm-hmm. And now, was this heel toe wear? Is it on all four positions? No, it's only on that one front passenger side drive tire on the inside, uh, closest to the o- frame rail. And it's only on a section about a third of the round of the tire? Yes, sir, that is correct. I'm I'm looking at a bearing or a bent rim. Those are my two bets. Yep. And bearing could you, uh, most likely. Could you do me a favor and eliminate a bad shock? Yeah. A bad shock wouldn't do that. A okay. bad shock will cause a cupping that will work across the tire 
in a cup about the width of your hand, and it will occur all the way around the tire, not just in one section. Because the shock doesn't know how where the tire is rotated to. Yeah, the shock. If the shock's bad, it's just jumping up and down and it's not controlling it, and it'll do it all the way around the tire, not in one section. So I'm yes. I'm more looking I'm more looking at a bearing or a bent rim. Okay. I got you. I appreciate that kindly. Thank you so much. And if somebody needs a hand, if they can't figure out how to check it and tell what it is, uh, tell them to give me a call or, or send us an email, and we'll be glad to talk. You can go to our website, mdalignment.com, and that will give you ways to get in touch with us, and we'll be glad to help out whoever's going to do the work. Thank you so kindly. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Hey, buddy. You too. All right. Bye. And he was from Ohio. Yep. He was fibbing about being in Texas. <laughs> He wouldn't do that to us, would he? No, but we've run into another interesting situation. We now have another 509 call. 509? Yeah. From I, he, The other guy said it was Spokane. That was Spooky Washington. What? It was Spooky Washington. Spooky Washington. Right. Let's see if this guy's so. from Spooky Washington. Hello there. Better be. Better be. It's the same guy. Hi. Would you forget Hello. something? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I did. I forgot, you know, I'm driving through... Uh, Plus, I believe that that's pretty close to where Chad is located. Chad's in Kansas City. If you keep going south, you're going to find him. Yeah. Keep going to go. I'm going south. And so uh, he's in the southern portion. I thought there was right now. Yeah. He, he, he works Yeah, he works out of Kansas City. And, and uh, on a Sunday night, he's probably out hunting with his wife or something. But uh, Sure. Yeah. At least leave a message with him if you want to find his phone number on our website. Yeah. Okay. okay. Did, did you want to uh, part his address right there or anything for the shop? Or do you have well, it? he works mobile, so the smart thing to do is to call him and and see what's up. So, so if you'll hold just a second, I can give you his phone number if you want it. I think I have his mobile number. I checked it on my phone. One other question on that tire. Will it do any good to uh, rotate it back to its original side of the truck? Nah. What's, what's done is done. Yep. Okay. Will it correct itself or uh, just get worse? It's just going to get worse. It will get worse. Yeah, once that one area is lower than the other part, the lower part always drags to keep up with the upper part. If you're lucky, it'll stabilize. But most of the time, it's once you can see it, it's done. Yeah, unfortunately. But okay. that, it, it could still take it could still take fifteen twenty thousand miles before. Oh, you may get a lot of mileage out of it, but it'll never straighten out. Right. Well, I. you got his number. Do you need it? He says he's got it. I've got it. Okay, no problem. Thank Give him a call. See what's going on. All right. All right. Thanks I'll for calling. Bye. Okay. Spooky Washington. Yep. And now we have another three three zero call. Now, I unfortunately, bet. we only had to take one caller from Spooky Washington, but we have another caller from. Is it a different phone number? Or is it the same yeah, guy? Because the other guy is still up here. Oh, okay. All right. So Ohio. I already know where he's from. All right. I'm going to bet Akron, Ohio. This time. Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you um, going to pick? Well, if you're going Akron, but yeah. I'm going. Uh, uh, Medina. Uh, Cleveland. Canton. 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 I'm I'm Akron, you're Canton. Okay, All let's right. see what he's got. Hello there. Hello there. Actually, it's a Youngstown number, but I live uh, 
east of Cleveland. We just took it because that last part of it ends in Pony and we have a pony ride business. So. Youngstown, Ohio. Okay. East of Cleveland. Yep. I've right. been there. All right. Uh, all right. What's so here, up, here's buddy? The deal. I have a steer tire, and no, I've, I've had different brands of steer tires on there. makes no difference. It's always on the right front, and it's always on the inside rim, inside by the frame, and it'll start wearing a, literally a flat spot on that rim. And it doesn't always carry around the whole tire. It'll start wearing just flat as a pancake, and then I'll just start flipping it on that rim to get the rest of my life out of it. The truck does tend to pull to the right, and I've, I've had it aligned at two different regular alignment shops and one empty alignment shop. This truck is always pulled to the right. Nobody ever seems to get it to stop. I think you've got a frame problem. What brand of truck is it? It's an international 9400. With only a million nine on it. So. A million nine. It just broke in. For a, yeah, for an international? <laughs> if you park the truck on flat ground without a trailer on it, and you stand the behind the truck, which way does yeah. the cab lean? Uh, the cab tends to lean a little bit toward the driver's side. And if you look at the very back cross member where the brake lights are, is that cross member leaning to the driver's side too, or is it leaning to the passenger side? Uh, that actually looks you, level. Just the, just the cab seems to lean a little bit. That's that's a twisted frame. And that's that's why you got to pull. That's what's cupping your tire. And how, and is that repairable? Is that a? Well, yeah, it probably cost you about three thousand dollars. I'll decide how much so, I'm concerned about flipping tires. Now, there's another way to fix it other than paying a frame shop to do it. The well, way I've heard you talk about parking at an angle, yeah. Because most of this occurs when you back into a downslope loading dock, and then you turn your truck at a right angle toward the right side. Well, now the trailer's bending your fifth wheel down one way, and the weight of the engine's holding the front of the truck the other way, and it winds up twisting the frame. So if you backed into a downslope loading dock and turned it at right angles to the left and left it there for a while and then pull out and see if it'll straighten your frame, you may get rid of the problem. We'll try this. All right, I'll try that. I should be able to tell just by looking at the cab if it fixed it. If the cab gets level with that back cross member, you straighten the frame up. Okay. All right. We We can try that. Free. That's easy. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. All right, buddy. You have yourself a good day. All right. Thanks All right. Calling. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye. Youngstown, Ohio. Yes. I was wrong. <laughs> I hate being wrong. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't like admitting it, especially. I thought I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Do we have any more callers? Yes, we actually just got one more, which is H- good, How long have we been on the air? I felt you thinking about saying How just, long have we been on the air? We've been on for 52 minutes. We have almost time to quit. Almost. Let's time. answer this. What, what's the area code? It's 770. Isn't that Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. That is Atlanta. Okay. Is this our favorite <laughs> listener from Atlanta? I don't know. Hello there. Okie dokie. Yeah, that was me. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, whatever you can do. How's, how's, how's Malik doing? I'll be here for two weeks. <laughs> what was all Wait, that? I, they're having a conversation with somebody else. I have no idea what's and going on. 
we I, they may have hit the one inadvertently. Well, let's go back in and see what they're saying. I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, maybe we'll get to hear something. Hello. Mm-hmm. Coming back up to spend some time with us. Hello there. This is Mike. She's coming to spend some time with us, so she'll be coming back up with me. So I'll try to stay in Kingston for a few days as well. This is not for the Queen. I'll be going back up. Okay. Well, that was an interesting call. We're going to skip that. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, it is uh, 4th of July, Sunday night. We've got, had a tough weekend. We drank too much beer. We saw a lot of fireworks. There were a lot. Oh, fireworks. Yeah. Hot dogs, watermelon. It's been a great weekend. The Women's World Cup soccer was won by the United States tonight in stellar fashion. I want to thank you all for listening to us. Have yourselves a great week. We'll try this again next time. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.